from Facebook. You're welcome to create or die trying with cigar out as your Monday being. Trust you are having an awesome day. Uh, sincere apologies for the late startup. We had some little technical glitch in there, and then of course. Uh, today's Monday was just not like um, every other regular Monday, so we're trying to make the best out of it. It's just one of those Mondays, you know that? You can experience that. It's one of those Mondays, so it's getting uh, to be like that, but we cannot but have the show on today because the topic for today is actually something that's quite important and might be seen as an extension of our last topic when we're talking about the Da Vinci effects uh, regarding why we have so many uncompleted projects as creatives out there. So this is talking about things that are actually might be affecting or killing our creative juices. You know that thing that's just affecting our flow out there. Adedaya Adeni, you just love the show. Thank you very much, Daya, for tuning in. And Adeni Pepe Shola Kumi. Kumi, thanks for tuning in. And Ashford Etela, thanks for tuning in as well. Okay. Now, if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, this is very, very um, conversational kind of show. We told this around, even though we're trying to educate each other on the things that we're doing uh, as creative persons out there to just explore creativity in all its avenues and multifaceted uh, 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 ways and all that. And then also try and learn more about who we are and how to create better. If you have missed the past episodes, you can watch them on my page on Facebook or you can log on to www.anchor.fm to listen to the podcast of past episodes all right now remember the week is what you make it so i hope you're up to a great start on your week and adex 007 uk yinka tuning on instagram thank you very much yinka, for tuning in it's been like how many years now bro like several years glad to have you on my brother thank you very much for tuning in okay now um it, it's been an interesting thing uh for us on the show for quite some time now looking at um, creativity and all of that, and also looking at professions related to creativity and bringing people on the show. Uh, guests, yes, we haven't had any guests so far this year. January is January. We're just trying to prep some things on the way. We will be bringing on a lot of guests in other areas of creativity that we want to explore this year. A lot of people are trying to find out uh, more about certain aspects of creativity and how to explore it. We'll be bringing on guests to talk about it on the show, probably starting up next month. So, the topic. For today, what's killing your creativity? All right, I know for every creative person out there, there are several times, maybe in the past, maybe even presently, maybe now you're just going through that creative block. It's like you're not sure exactly what you're creating because you don't even feel like creating. In fact, the things you create don't seem to be turning out quite as, as well as you want them to be. It's just not in the in the world of uh, various creative art, it's not genuine. All right, you're just not feeling it. It's almost as if you're gradually losing your edge of creativity. It's like you're just gradually losing that ability to create on the fly, on, on the, that spontaneous thing, you're losing that. Well, a lot of things might be causing that, and it might be due to some things in terms of beliefs and all, but let's explore them here. And remember, it's conversational, so you have your experience sharing. If you have a comment or a contribution to add to what we're talking about, don't hesitate to put it in the comment section out there. Gerard, G. Ains, tune in. I saw that Joy Ezekiel and Otulugu Lucky Paul. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Okay, what is killing your creativity? First, there are a variety of things that might be killing your creativity, and some might be related, some might even be an extension of others, but let's look at them one by one and try to explore how they affect us uh, well. So let's understand what they are, and then perhaps we'll talk about how to avoid them or what exactly is not even clean our creativity and how to do more of that number one chaos 
or lack of routine. Now, there's this notion going on out there that um, creativity is born out of chaos. You know, there's, you really don't need to put things together for things to be creative. Uh, however, if you look at the way we have looked at creativity all the while and defined it, you find that creativity has a process to it. The why, to the why not, to the how, to the what. All right? There's a process to creativity. That means it is not really a disorderly kind of activity. It is something that requires organization. Okay? It actually requires some level of routine. Now, when I say routine, all creative people are like up in arms. Like, what do you mean by routine? Creativity requires that you are haphazard, that you are not exactly going to be doing the same thing over and over again. Well, that's not exactly what routine might mean. Routine doesn't mean you're doing the same thing over and over again. Routine means you have a process you are following. So one of the core effects of what might be killing your creativity right now might be um, chaos. You absolutely have no routine. All right? You just wake up in the morning and look at what is available to do and you just pick one up and start to do it. You don't even have a time when you start. You don't even have a time when you stop. You just do the work. That will gradually kill your creativity because you are not putting the process of creativity in its right order. All right? Contrary to popular belief, creativity thrives in order because creativity seeks to solve a problem. So if you don't have a process for solving a problem, what you come up with might be a bigger problem than the solution itself that you found. All right? And Akogmolubengaomole joined in as well. So number one, chaos or lack of routine might be what is killing your creativity right now. Creativity thrives in order. Get an order and create a routine for solving problems or even for your regular life. It doesn't mean you repeat the same thing over and over again just means you have a process, all right? Uh, to further expatiate on that, a lot of times, and I'm sure a lot of creative people will agree with me on this, um, the things we do that looks like magic to a lot of people is simply because we know what we're doing and have first created a process for doing it, all right? You're a painter, you're a digital painter, you're a graphic artist, you're an illustrator, you're a photographer. You just pick up a camera and snap a picture and it comes out awesome. People think that means some level of magic just took place. However, you know that there are things you have looked at that you have positioned before taking that shot to make it come out that well. It's a process. You have your routine. Okay, that's number one. That might be killing your creativity. Number two, lack of sleep. Yes, creative people are mostly guilty of this. A larger percentage of the time, we believe in the overnight and the staying up late. Uh, process of getting things done. Oftentimes, that's even what leads us to not finishing things on time because we wait till the 11.45 hour before we can start the things we have to do. Hence, we sleep late. Sometimes we don't sleep at all for days or have a continuous stretch of sleeping only two hours. You see, there's only so much your body and your brain can take. After a while, when your body does not have the sleep period it needs to actually process the information you have given it all day, towards creating solutions for the problems you're encountering, it just starts to gradually shut off all processes. It does not have time to process anything, so it just doesn't process it at all. So your creativity will definitely begin to dwindle as, as you get less and less sleep. Lack of sleep would be a killer of creativity. Get some sleep, okay? Number three, apathy. As creative persons, we know that what we do means a lot to us. Now imagine doing something that means nothing to you, something that you absolutely have no feelings for, something you have no love for, all right? And the, the truth is, 
routine or no routine, if you don't love what you're doing, you can't create for it. Creativity is something that is passion that is based on your desire to actually do it. Because it's a process, it requires your action. You must make it happen. Okay? Create ideas can come to you. Creativity, on the other hand, is a process that is intentional. All right, guys? So apathy is another thing that might be killing your creativity, whether you are working in an environment where you really don't like what you're doing, you have no love absolutely for what it is you are there to do, an advertising agency, a company, a digital company, whatever company you're working with, or whatever job you're on right now, a project for a client that you're on, and you absolutely do not find a reason to make it your own project. You will definitely not be able to create properly for that project. All right. Let's be uh, for those who know about branding. The aspect of branding um, that makes a brand successful is when people begin to call that brand by the name they have accepted it to be. All right. You uh, Coke is not Coke because the company called it Coke. Coke is Coke because the, the public called it Coke. They just accepted it and made it theirs. All right, so a brand becomes successful when people start to use your words when they accept it as theirs, when they make it theirs. All right, so your clients' work will benefit from you actually having love for that project. Your creativity will get a boost when you find a reason to love whatever it is that you are engaged in right now. So, number three, what's killing your creativity? Apathy. Number four, lack of practice. Okay, we know. We hear it all the time for those who used to watch Secret City back in the 80s. Draw, draw, draw. Practice your drawing every day, two, three hours a day, and you'll be awesome at it, okay? Practice makes perfect. Practice actually improves you. Practice means you routinely work out the, the, the information in your brain, constantly trying to solve problems. It keeps your creative muscles exercised. You know that whatever um, uh, muscle is not exercised or used for a long period begins to deteriorate. All right, so um, Grace Modupa Akerele, just tuning on Facebook as well. Thanks, Grace, for tuning in. Uh, so no practice. If you do not exercise your creative muscle regularly, okay, whether you are solving a problem for a client, solving a problem for the society, or solving a problem for yourself, or even looking out for a problem to solve just for the fun of it, you need to exercise your creative muscles, okay? And you do that by constantly keeping up the practice. Explore other avenues. Explore new ways of doing what you already know. Try to do the challenge. Try to do something completely different from what you have always done. Exercise your creative muscles and get that going. Okay. All right. Woo. All right. So let's go on. Number five, negativity or negative people. Okay. Now. Uh, those two come together because uh, one is internal, the other is external. Negativity can come from yourself as an individual, as a person, or negative people who are external to you who can contribute their negativity into your life as well. So you need to stay away from negativity. Negativity kills your creative juices because it tells you the one thing that makes it difficult to actually process information. You really can't do it. And once anything tells you you can't, once you put that impossibility uh, word out into the ether, once, once it's out there, your brain begins to work. I like to imagine um, this is how the, the brain works inside, inside an aspect of considering creativity and negativity. Once you say, I can't, 
even if your brain is in the middle of processing information towards getting that idea out, immediately you say, I can't. The brain goes like, wait, 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 wait. The boss says we can't. Ah, but, but we can, though. We can't. The boss says we can't. So everybody back to your stations. Don't worry about it. Uh, we don't need to process that information anymore. Just shut it all down, shut it down, shut it down. That is, I like to imagine that that is what your brain does once you tell it it can't. It just finds a reason, whatever, to believe you and say, hey, you know what you're doing, so never mind. We are not going to process that information or give you this particularly wonderful uh, image that's coming out from the process we have presently. Okay? So, negativity from yourself and from people around you can kill your creativity. I see it a lot in younger people or even older people who bring that up. They're talking to someone young and the person is telling them what's possible, what they can do, what is completely creative, how they can change this, and then the older person comes and says, I'm not sure that is possible. It's not, it can't be done. And once that statement gets out there, it just begins to poke a little dark hole in the idea of the person. And once allowed to fester, it infects the entire idea until it kills any thought whatsoever towards generating more ideas for that particular purpose. Uh, Ikeme Funa Christopher joined in, and uh, Reverend Austin and Mika Noram joined as well. And Casey Okonko, Oga Casey Okonko, thanks for tuning in. Okay, so negativity and negative people are the fifth things, uh, fifth of the things that might be killing your creativity. Number six, ego. All right, last week when we were talking about unfinished projects, somebody mentioned this as Omodara on Instagram mentioned that. Uh, sorry, it's been on Instagram. Motion Rogue Photography just tuned in on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. So Omodara last week was talking about, about something about ego for creative people, that creative people need to learn how to be humble. Yes, you're awesome. You're good at what you do as a creative person. And maybe the whole world knows it. But in the words of a famous song from the 90s, don't let it go to your head now. Calm down, stay humble. In fact, you do not need to present yourself as a full cup. For anybody who knows that Chinese proverb, always present an empty cup so that you can re receive more information. The number one thing that the, the one thing that might be killing your creativity is ego. How humble do you remain even long after you know how awesome you are at doing what you do best? You're great, you're awesome at it. The whole world knows it, but you should never ever. Remember it constantly. Okay? Let it be at the back of your mind. You know how good you are, but always leave that 1%, that 20% that says, perhaps you are not that awesome after all. Because it keeps you humble and it keeps you curious. All right? For as long as you can't have the feeling that, you know what, this is great, but I'm sure somebody can do better. Or oh, this is great, I'm sure I can do better next week. This is great, but hey, it's not my best. My best is yet to come. That keeps you humble, letting you know that you are not the master of the universe, okay? So ego might be killing your creativity. If you believe you know it all, then why should you even create anything more? I mean, like, you have created everything that could be created after all. You are the master of it all. So why bother create something new? Your brain shuts it down. We have achieved the peak. So we do not need to create anymore. And thus begin the death of your creative juices. All right, um, Godwin Omedibi uh, tuning in on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in as well. Remember, comments and contributions are welcome. Ask your questions if there's anything that you need clarification on, and we'll do our best to answer it as we go along. Okay, number six is ego. Number seven, focus. Or to be more specific, lack of focus. All right, 
if you are doing 15 things at once and you're trying to get all of them to be uh, equally awesome, chances are you won't get any one of them to be awesome. All right? Because um, they're in the middle of something. I think that's even one of the things we talked about last, last week about uh, the Da Vinci effects and why people don't get the finished projects. Because you're jumping from one idea to the other and never fully uh, um, finishing the idea that you had, never fully exploring it to its, to its full-fledged uh, possibilities until you jump into another one. It's like, just have this bright idea. You try to work at it. Oh, another bright idea. You move from that one to another bright idea, and none of those ideas ever get fulfilled or completed. And ultimately, it just makes you feel like nothing has been achieved. And when you achieve less than what you hope to achieve, you begin to question why bother at all, okay? So it can kill your creativity if you have lack of focus. You are not able to concentrate on doing one thing at a time. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not saying as a creative person, you can be a photographer and a painter and an illustrator at the same time, but you cannot illustrate, take pictures and paint at the same time, all right? Take a camera and go take good pictures. Get them up, get them polished, get the pictures done. Then pick up your painting brush and get that painting awesomely seated. Okay, I'm on Dara tuning in on Instagram. Dara, hello, thanks for tuning in. We are here, what she says. Okay, we know you are here. My fellow contributor and co-hosts. Eh? Uh, can we make the class, can you make me the class captain at this point? Hmm. If you want to be class captain, Amadara, uh, I think you will have to fight with Akitama Kalejai on Facebook for that particular position. Maybe you'll be class captain of Facebook. I'm the class captain of Instagram. Anyway, um, thanks for tuning in there. You're always welcome here. It's always great having you guys here. All right, so focus or lack of it might be what's killing your creativity. In fact, it usually does. They just, if you don't like focus, if you don't have focus, you are not going to be able to continuously create effectively. All right, number eight. Number eight. Um, this one is... I don't even know what causes it, but it, it's out there. Number eight, secrets. Oh, not, not those ones that you don't want your parents to find out, or your wife or your boyfriend or husband to find out. Not those ones. I'm talking about creative secrets. You know, you have this bright idea, this wonderful thought, this thing you are sketching somewhere in the corner of your room that you think is the most fabulous idea ever. And so you keep the secret, you discuss it with no one, doesn't get achieved, doesn't get explored, doesn't get criticized, and it remains there. And you don't share with other people to actually explore what you might be missing. How far you can actually go with that creative idea once you keep it a secret and you don't discuss it with people that you can trust. At least there has to be one person you can trust to share such an idea with to actually look at it basically and explore if it might work or not, or work as well as you think or not. Now, if you keep those kind of secrets constantly, you probably have a pile of ideas that you have that you are keeping away from everybody, and it's more like, I've got this thing I'm working on. And when you have this thing you're working on, somewhere along the line, you're unable to actually create effectively in other areas because you want to reserve your best ideas in code for that particular project you're keeping a secret. Okay? So wherever you are, you're in a company where you have one project at home that you're pushing, for your own idea, for your own interest, that's just there that you hide it. You cannot be effectively creative where you are. Okay? It affects your creativity out there. Casey O'Connor can say, I totally agree with you on that number eight. That will be one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight. Focus or lack of it. Yes. Uh, focus or lack of it can totally um, kill your creative juice. Now, share your ideas. That will be number nine. Secrets can kill you. 
share ideas. Yes, it will be risky. What if somebody steals my idea? What if this? Look, do you even know how valuable that idea is now? Okay, so it looks like a wonderful idea, but you even know how valuable that idea is until you share it and have somebody help criticize it and look at it differently and then help build it up into something better. Share your ideas. Find a trusted team. Find a, a trusted clique that you can actually discuss your ideas with. It will help boost your creativity in the long run. Ombazi, Nwongwa, Okarafo, Nwandi, Good James, join. Thank you very much. Okay, that's Mazi Nwongwa, Okarafo, Nwaldi, and Good James joined as well. Thank you very much for tuning in on Facebook. Okay, now, number 10, excuses. Oh, you meant, okay, Casey said, I mean secrets. Keeping your ideas secret cannot help you achieve the best. You are completely right, Casey. Keeping secrets, your ideas, uh, just won't get you the best out of it because you are not the ultimate repository of information about any idea that you may have right now. Getting other people to contribute to it might be the best way to make that idea the best you can possibly put out there. So, um, number 10, the easy way out or excuses. We find it everywhere. There's always a reason why we can't do what we need to do. There's always life, oh, life happens, oh, I have kids now, oh, I'm married now, I have a girlfriend, oh, you know, I was born poor, oh, I was born rich, oh, I'm the daughter of a, of, a, of a governor, oh, I'm the son of a pastor, oh, I'm this. There's always a reason why we can't do something. Well, if you find it easy to give yourself excuses, it just stops you dead. It's the same effect as what we described earlier regarding, um, negativity and negative people all right if you can easily find an excuse why you can't do something then your brain just shuts down and forgets all manner of information processing towards getting you a solution or a creative idea in that situation all right i often discuss with people in fact we had a discussion last week here on uh, on in our office uh, with one of our interns when we we're talking about the variety of things that can be achieved in nigeria as a country and then uh the feeling is ah, but our government now, oh, but this guy, the, the president, oh, but this economy. The easiest way to stop trying is to find somebody else or something else as your perfect excuse for escaping. So the economy is bad. So that means that's it. Um, no more ideas, there's no way out. <laughs> but how would you get out of the bad economic situation if you don't throw out ideas? Ideas solve problems, okay? Ideas solve problems. So if the country is bad, who will fix it? Ideas, thoughts, creative people with ideas can't make changes in any country, any society around the world. Your life is happening. You are poor or you are born poor. Your parents are not that rich. You didn't go to the best schools. Do you want us to list how many people out there who have changed humanity, who didn't grow up rich, who didn't even attend school, who didn't have the opportunity to smell what a school feels like? All right. So it's easy to find excuses and once you find yourself giving easy excuses for like sharp excuses for why you can't do this you never will be able to and gradually your brain begins to cook up perfect excuses for you to get out of creating anything at all all right so excuses is one more thing that can kill your creativity find it and it will totally begin to kill just give yourself an excuse and you have no reason to create whatsoever all right so number 11 fear of failure we mentioned this as part of the, the thing that caused the davinci effect in uh of completed projects okay it's 
you are so crippled by the thought that this idea that you have, this thought you're having right now, might just not work. What if people don't like it? What if it turns out to be something people laugh at? What if it turns out to be um, a, a total disaster? So because you tell yourself that, your brain spends the first few seconds and I tell you, no, but, but there's this other way, oh, but there's this other, try to give you option, but you now begin to constantly shove up all those areas with fear and close all doors for thought, your creativity gradually recedes into the background. Hey, what's the point of having this idea if it's going to fail? Don't worry about it, no ideas, let's just move on with our life, okay? So, Watch out for the fear of failure. What's the worst thing that can happen? In fact, that's the question I always ask for every situation I find myself in. And we ask a lot of that at IC Studios here. Um, we're about to embark on something. We ask ourselves a question. What's the worst thing that can happen? Let's just even imagine we are creative people. Let's imagine the worst scenario. Okay, we're going to lose 200,000, or we're going to lose 100,000, or people are going to shame us, or clients are going to walk away. Okay, now that we know the worst that can happen, can we find a way to mitigate that before we start this idea? Because one thing is certain, we are starting this idea. So the question is not whether we will start the idea, it's how do we start the idea. In fact, that's the best way to defeat fear. Forget about what you're afraid of, or fear of failure. Yes, you can fail. So how do you ensure you don't fail? At least now that you can sense the failure, it is easier for you to plan for it, right? Okay, so Modara says, yes, so true on sharing ideas. Sharing ideas totally, totally saves lives. Okay, number 12, lack of confidence or faith in yourself, believing that you can. That might be an extension of the fear of failure. Half of the time, do you believe you can do what you can do? Do you know what you can actually do? All right, I, I meet with a lot of people and I get to train a lot of people and I hear things that, um, that show that there's self-doubt, you know? Uh, okay, it was about uh, two years ago when I last did this, or oh, I'm not so sure, I see have it in me, I don't think I can do this, or so I've been trying to do it for the last five years and it's not coming out right, I don't think I can do it. Negative statements, fear of failure, and your lack of confidence and faith in yourself to make things happen. If you do not believe in yourself, you cannot solve problems for people. I mean, you don't even believe you have the capacity to solve that problem, so everything shuts down from there. Okay, that's number 12. Number 13, now this might be like a contradiction to the first one. Uh, for the second uh, course out there, um, no routine. Monotony. Now, people think when you say routine, it means a monotonous living. That means you are doing the same thing over and over again. But a routine is a process. You wake up in the morning, brush your teeth, uh, take a shower, dress up, and eat. It's a routine. You can change it. but the same thing is in the process. The process just means at the end of the day, you are fully dressed and you're eating before you head out of the house. It's not monotonous because you're not eating the same thing. You're probably not bathing with the same uh, kind of water every day. You're probably not wearing the same clothes every day. And you might not wake up the same way from the same bed every day. But you have a process for getting yourself dressed and having breakfast. That is the routine we're talking about. Not monotony of wearing only one type of clothes like you're wearing fixed uh, you know, you only wear black and green. All right? <laughs> okay. It, it, it's not that. We're not talking about monotony. Can, will kill your creativity. All right? When somebody asks you to design a poster, you have your basic um, template in at hand. Uh, letter, uh, sub, letter to here, title here, logo, image in the background, and text. 
Another poster, title here, uh, subtitle here, logo, background, text. You do that repeatedly over and over again, your brain just goes into auto mode, which has nothing to do with processing, which has nothing to do with thinking. It just basically repeats. Just press Control R. Your brain is constantly pressing Control R. We are doing this tomorrow, Control R. We're doing this tomorrow, Control R. Just repeat. Just repeat it, the same process. And with that, there's no activity towards processing information and creating ideas to solve problems. Monotony is not doing having a process. Monotony is doing the same thing over and over. All right? It is not the same thing as having a process. So monotony, number 13, will kill your creativity. Number 14, lack of me time. Another thing creative people are guilty of, we work seven days a week. We don't even consider any time, especially for us, except we are sleeping or maybe perhaps dead or, or sick. Even in bed, we don't consider our illness to be a me alone time. Being sick is an opportunity to just uh, uh, draw, try and write something or do something or paint something. We can't even stay in the hospital for more than a day after. We have to get back to that studio and get something going. We need the me time. If you do not have enough time to recharge, to meditate, to sleep, to sit at the park, to sit on the beach for an hour, for two hours, for three hours, to pray, okay? Meditate, pray, go on something, go on a trip, go somewhere and do nothing but just let your mind process information. Give yourself some me time. If you do not create enough time for you to relax, to watch a movie, to listen to, that, to several albums without actually using it as background for your work, all right, to just sit down at home, put on your headphones, and just let the music jam. Nothing else, just that. You need to cut out time for that. Sometimes it doesn't have to be a, a one-day situation where you know that I'm not going anywhere for this day, I'm just going to listen. No, it doesn't have to be. Sometimes it might be just a few hours out of every day, take it out, two hours out of every day, and sure is your mean time. All right, from three o'clock to four o'clock, I'm meditating. From 9 o'clock to 10 in the morning, I'm doing this. From 12 to 2 is my me time. I go to the cinema for that period and watch a movie, then get back to work afterward. Find some time during the week to just give yourself that little break that you deserve. Otherwise, you overwork your brain and it will definitely begin to slow down the processing of information that leads to creativity. Okay? Number 15 the to-do list, all right? Or in quotes, overproductivity, okay? Now, you're wondering, ah, overproductivity care. I mean, am I not supposed to be productive to do as much as I can? Yes, you are. But have you ever been in that situation where you write up a list of things that you need to do in the day, and even as you finish that list, you already feel your brain is drained. You actually do not feel like doing anything, nothing, no idea is coming out. You absolutely have no thought of how to achieve what you have listed. It's just blank. Because you have processed the 15 things you have to do for the day. And just that mere process drains you. It just like out. So that even sometimes you are able to go through that to-do list and achieve some things or the other on it, by the time you get to number five out of 15, number 10, you are basically working on auto and you're not actually actively contributing creatively to what you are trying to achieve. Now, to do this is not a bad thing to have. You must have an idea to put your day in order, what you are going to do in the day. Now, here's where um, 
thinking comes in and your ability to actually be realistic with yourself and not be a creative person and overestimate your own capabilities. Okay, so you have written 15 things to do today. Before you begin one, look at all 15. Be sure, just be, be real with yourself. You can't do all 15 today. Why don't you look at those that can be shifted and begin to move them to another day, the next day or the day after? Write dates on there. Okay, this one can still be delayed. We'll start that one on Wednesday. This one can still be delayed. We'll start it tomorrow morning. This one is urgent. It will take less time. You can finish it up. This one will take more time, but it's quite required, and I can finish that if I start it right now. Your to-do list is not the list of what you must do. It's a list of what you have to do. Then you can decide how to do it once you have that list. So do not let your, your to-do list be your overproductivity list that end up uh, your maybe I might do list. Okay? So let it turn into that. An overproductive day can actually drain you completely. So pace yourself. Do what you have to do at a particular pace so that you're able to achieve more and put a lot more thoughts and information and ideas into what you're trying to achieve. Anuruddin Adebule joined as well as Best Man is a Jumbo and Tarila Thompson tuning in as well. And Akitoba Kalejai, my co host, just tuning in. Akitoba, thanks for coming in. Okay, so overproductivity. Now, number 16 out here comforts. Yes, you have heard it uh, a lot of times that um, uh, creativity or uh, um, necessity is the mother of invention, all right? But I often state it this way that um, uh, desperation is the mother of invention. When you are pushed to the point where there is no way out, when you know that you either create or die trying, that is when you actually begin to create, okay? I say, hey, Brian, sorry to be late. Yeah, it's okay, my co-host. I'm holding forth here, so don't worry. We got things locked down, okay? <laughs> All right. And what that says, yeah, so true, sharing ideas. Animation House uh, also joining on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. So comfort. Uh, people, uh, you realize that um, we have, I don't know how humanity works or how we human beings do certain things. So you have this guy that lives in a particular area of Lagos and then he's, he's drawing inspiration from his immediate environment and then he's struggling through the, the entire thing. He's writing songs and trying to produce a hit song. He produces, he sings, he does all that. And then he makes a hit song and he's blowing up and a lot of money is coming in. And the first thing he does is he moves out of that area into a different area where he's more comfortable. And then because it's more comfortable where it is, it begins to create less music than what he had from way back. It begins to create a lot more impactful music than what he had from that on. Same thing happens to all creative persons out there. And once you get comfortable, you find absolutely no need to create. Now, don't get this wrong. It doesn't mean as a creative person, you need to be absolutely poor and impoverished or, or constantly in need to create. It's a mind thing. That means in your mind, do not get comfortable. Do not get complacent. Remain forever curious. Remain forever searching. Remain forever uncomfortable in wherever you are because it can always be better. It can always be different. In fact, where you are might be absolutely, I mean, of no import to what you have to achieve. Don't get mentally comfortable. I guess that is the point here. Comfortability or comfort can kill your creativity if you let it, all right? Do not get mentally comfortable with wherever you are. 
Okay, um, well, a lot of the people that are creative out there, and I'm sure uh, people can corroborate this. Most of us um, grew up in an environment that's not exactly all our reach. Our parents were not Dangote's brothers or cousins. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't know Bill Gates and all that. So we had an interesting childhood where we had to create our own toys, set up our own games, determine, act at our own places. We couldn't watch it on television, and essentially make things up as we go. So a lot of us were forced to actually begin to create because we didn't have everything we wanted given to us while we were growing up. Now we grew up and we're trying to have everything we need so that we don't have to create. What's the essence of that? We just begin to lose our ability to create once we give ourselves everything that's needed to not create. Okay? Don't get satisfied. Remain forever curious so that your creativity can constantly be renewed every day okay now i'm going to give two things uh number um 17 and 18 here are similar but almost the opposite of each other but quite important number uh, 16 says lack of information lack of information i want to write creativity is built on data you can only create based on what you know all right Creativity is finding a link between two or more things that previously had no link towards solving a problem. You need to know the things that exist before you can come up with what does not exist. Okay? Creativity starts from the known to the unknown. So a lack of information definitely would leave you with less creative juice going out there. So if you're sitting down and then what you knew or what you know this year is not any uh, better than what you knew last year, then you can't create better this year. Okay, if you are still running around with the same sort of information that you had in you last year, this year, you can't create better. To create better, you need to know better. To create more, you need to know more. So information will build your creativity. Now the second, uh, the, the other part here, number 17. Is it 18 now? Number 18, actually. Um, information overload. That is the exact... Uh, the, the, the extreme end of getting information. There's lack of information that can actually kill your creativity. And there's now over-information that can actually kill your creativity. So you have way too much information, and not just information, way too much unneeded, unnecessary, unrequired information. Say so you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do, we live in an era of lots of information constantly bombarding us for attention, all right? So the first thing you do when you get up on bed, I'm sure a lot of us are guilty of this. You pick up your phone and check your feed on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. Who's saying what, who has said what. And you find out that the things you look at that particular moment might end up being the number one thing that fills your mind up for the rest of the day. All right? You are in your office and the first information you see is about this person who does this, who does that, a particular thing, or one incident happened somewhere and it's one guy mistreated um, his girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And you end up like, what, how, what happened? And that's what you begin to Google up and search for that day. You have more than required information to actually um, get things done. So we live in, a, in an environment where information is abound, but more than half of it might not be useful to you immediately. So an overload of information can actually kill your creativity. When you have acquired way too much information and a larger percentage of it are not what you require towards solving problems, it can kill your creativity. Yemi Egbebiye joining as well as Edoze Uzechukachuku tuning in as well on Facebook and um, Atolani Banks 
tuning on Instagram. Uh, thank you, Anita. You're saying, okay, thank you very much, Asalani. Thanks uh, for tuning in on Instagram. So we have that. There's one little thing here that is mentioned inside. I was thinking, mm, should this be mentioned or not? But let's add it as an aside at number 19. Okay? Uh, if you are guilty of it, fine. If you are not uh, guilty of it, good for you. Alcohol. Alcohol kills creativity. Now you think you're oh, just a little sip. Now you can drink a little bit of alcohol and claim to be okay and all of that. Yeah, you can. And that is fine. But your consumption of alcohol, if it increases, will definitely begin to slow you down. You don't get brighter when you drink alcohol. You get slower. Okay? So you get drunk this night. Tomorrow morning you're sleeping for longer. And by the time you wake up, you still have a headache and you're not able to actually put two and two together in your brain to get a proper uh, coordination of ideas and information out there, and you are unable to create. Keep that up consistently, and very soon, your entire creating faculty will begin to just deteriorate completely. Okay? So, I'm not going to ask for a teetotaling uh, um, life that you just avoid alcohol whatsoever and knock it all away. Hey, what's, what's the essence of your me time if you cannot... Uh, sip a little of uh, wine or beer at some point you just relax in your house and sleep it off later when you know you're not creative fine just don't make it a habit all right don't make it something that cripples you to the point that you're not unable to actually create okay and and on facebook as well as david obadje and ola thank you very much for tuning in all right, we're about coming to the end of the show today, but not until we mention a couple of things that might not be killing your creativity that you think are actually killing your creativity. We'll look at them quickly out there. Now, there's been thrown around. Uh, people uh, say maybe like uh, education, you know what, um, when you teach people in this particular way, they are not able to create. When you teach them or you teach people, no. Education is not what is killing your creativity. The content of your education, the content of your knowledge of what you choose to learn is what's killing your creativity. Education is always good. Get educated, learn something important, acquire as much information as you can, and education will definitely impact you in a positive way and improve your creativity. After all, you are only able to create from what you know, knowledge, all right? Uh, number two here, lack of money. Yeah, you know, poverty, I really can't create because, you know, I grew up in a very bad environment. My family is not so rich. You know, my dad is this, or my sister is this, or my mom. That is not what's killing your creativity. If anything, your best ideas should come when you're hungry and when you actually must eat. In fact, when the phrase create or die trying actually applies, is when you actually lack money. So you're sitting now and there's zero money in your bank balance. All right? Should you just basically stop creating? Or is that the right time to put on your thinking cap and begin to create ways and means by which you can actually fill up that bank account of yours? So lack of money is, if anything, would be, should be, should be a spot on for your creative juices. It should be what should push and boost you to create even more than you have already been creating. Number three, the government. Yes, it's our presidents. Yes, it's our senators. Yes, it's our politicians. Yes, it's the government that's making it impossible for us to create. No. The government can only do so much. The government can only regulate so much. 
the majority of things that are created in the world to impact humanity that have changed humanity and elevated us to the level that we are right now has been created by citizens in countries, not by their governments. Governments support, governments regulate, governments don't create. People do. Citizens are the ones that actually create ideas, that generate thoughts, that generate things that impact the country and the government they are living in. Okay? That also, by extension, goes into the country. All right? It's not your country, it's not where you're born that might stifle your creativity. Where you're born doesn't stifle it. Where you're born actually puts you in a situation where you are not comfortable. And when you're not comfortable, you should start creating something to get yourself out of that situation into a different situation. That is when creativity should be a boost. It's not killing it. If anything, it should be a score for your creative juices as well. Then, remember this is core part of creativity of gathering information curiosity once you lose your curiosity your creativity begins to suffer for it you can never stop being curious as a creative person seek to learn everything and anything around you remember i didn't say acquire information seek to learn it learn learn what you have learned has something to do with realization what you know has nothing to do with realization it's just a, a, something stored in the in the in the frontal um, library of your brain. Okay, it's not something that is stored in your major keepsakes or file folders at the back of the brain. It's basically something that's just floating around. Um, you are not you haven't even found anything really experiential in there. It's just information you require. But knowledge, what you have realized, what you have learned, is something that you have milled over, something you have processed, and actually realized is true and effective and are waiting to apply it to whatever problems come your way. So remain curious constantly and never lose that. If you are just joining us, like Shagun Zanki Jizot is just joining us. If you are just joining us like Shagun is, uh, Zanki Baba, happy new year. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Zanki is just joining us. And if you're just like Zanki tuning in, uh, well, we're just about at the end of the show for today. We have been talking about things that are killing your creativity and things that are not killing your creativity and ways to ensure that your creativity does not die in any way whatsoever. Remember, you are the one responsible for making things happen. And you can listen to the past episodes and this episode of the show on www.anchor.fm. Listen to the podcast on that platform and you can watch this video on my page after the show is over now until we see again next time remember this you make the best of the situations around you you are the only one that can create solutions to the environment that you exist in and with all that you do in all that you partake in you must create all that try i will see you guys next week have a great week ahead